What's up, y'all? How we doing today? My name is John Mary Wilson. I'm co-hosted by Zach Wright. Today, the name of our episode is Thank You, Sue and Syl. Why? Simple. Sylvia Files, Sue Bird. They both retired this season. They were both legends. They both changed the game and made a huge contribution to the WNBA sport and league as a whole. And as the season concludes, we want to attribute this episode to their efforts. With that being said, we just finished a WNBA season, another one, the 26th annual season, and we have a champion. Ladies and gentlemen, and our non-binary folks, without further ado, the Las Vegas Aces are our 2022 WNBA champions. Uh, How do you feel about that, Zach? Uh, this is one team that's had a championship uh, on the horizons for what, maybe definitely two seasons, maybe three. You know, this team has, uh, they've been close. They had the talent for a few years, but they couldn't get over the hump. And with some coaching changes and the added uh, decision to allow them to shoot three-pointers, surprise, surprise, they won a championship. You know, we we thought what was I thought I thought Aces were going to win in four. And that is what happened. Connecticut showed me a little, a little more, a little more fight in some aspects than I expected. But you know, it just truly was the Aces were just the better team. They were just more talented all around. I felt uh, Dierka Hamby came back came back from injury in the finals, and while obviously she wasn't one hundred percent, her presence was definitely felt when she was on the court. Um, you know, I was just quickly before we recorded, I was looking at their contract situation and it looks like it looks like the core is sticking together for at least a couple more years, give or you know, give or take some people's contracts end 2024, some 2025. But yeah, so this team looks like they are they're they won a chip and looks like they're primed to be in the conversation for the next couple of seasons. And with players like Kelsey Plum getting better, Asia Wilson still has some room to grow, of course. Um, Jackie Young just got most improved player and she definitely has room to grow. This team looks like they, they have the, the, uh, I guess I'll say they're the materials to be a ever present force in the comp in the championship conversation, but it was a good finals. Connecticut definitely, they're going to get back there. Things could have been different with Jasmine Thomas. That was one of their, one of their better defensive players that they did not have. But yeah, the Aces just outran them, outgunned them, and just flat out outplayed them overall. Games were most of the games were close, but you know, watching you can tell you can tell one team was was it seemed like it seemed like one team was bound to win versus the other team was trying to bend the hand of fate, if you will. But yeah, what were some of your thoughts? Oh, also before I I, I just forgot. I really wish the WNBA would just let Asia Wilson get her MVP uh, award. Or she should got her Fonz MVP, just like in the Commissioner's Cup. She should got that too. And they gave both of those things to Chelsea Gray, which I don't agree with, but Chelsea Gray definitely went bananas. But this is, since we've been recording this podcast, that's now 
two championships in a row where I'm like, hmm, I do not agree with their finals MVP decision. But, you know, I don't get paid to make these, those choices. So what do, I, what do I know? But I just did not like that part. I just feel like A.J. Wilson was very clearly the best player in the finals from game one to game four. But I digress. I I don't think you're wrong. I definitely don't think you're wrong there. Last year was definitely a super duper head scratcher for me. I mean, mm-hmm. Candace Parker had her hand in everything. And this year, Asia Wilson had her hand in everything. And she was a dominant force. And she outplayed last year's MVP for an entire series and pretty much dominated right. her for an entire series. So yeah, I, I I I honestly agree with that. But at the same time, Chelsea Gray without Chelsea Gray's contributions, I definitely don't think that the aces are nearly as successful as they were. Oh for sure. And, I I, yeah. I agree. I just think I don't, I'm not upset she won it. It was just, to me, there was a more obvious choice. And it wasn't that, it wasn't as close as they made it make it, as they made it seem, given that Chelsea Gray actually won. I don't think it was that close. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Because it was clearly a dominant, she had, she had a clearly dominant presence. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, shout out to the Connecticut Sun. I think that maybe with some some coaching changes or or you know some adjustments they you know and also having Jasmine Thomas they might be a team to look out for next year as a team to break over the hump just like the Aces did this year um the Aces have been the best team all season and Despite my doubting, because I did doubt that they were going to win a championship because I felt like defensively, I just didn't believe that they could get stops in crunch time situations. They proved me wrong. Uh, and I mean, I I figured, like I predicted they would win this series in five, but ultimately it was a, t- it was, there was just a talent differential in key moments and although the sun kept it close in a couple of those games you could tell that as you said they were just fighting to stay in mm-hmm. and uh it did it definitely showed that there was a a difference there so yeah, I mean, like, shout out to, what was it, Alyssa Thomas, who had a triple-double or two triple-doubles? Right. Yeah, it was Alyssa Thomas who had two triple-doubles. Yeah, shout out to Alyssa Thomas. She had a terrific series. She definitely did her thing. She had the first two finals triple-doubles in going down in a losing effort. Right. So, uh, what do you think? 
Like, what do you think it would take for the 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 son to really get over that hump? Like, do you think Jasmine Thomas really would be the all, like all the difference, or do you think they they need something else? I'm glad you asked me that because I was going to ask you the same question. But what I think is like, is the son this year what they opted to do? And I think it was a good decision for the simple fact that they did get to the finals and they were two games away from being the champions. However, what they opted to do was run through Alyssa Thomas as like their offensive hub. And that could have been because their starting point guard was hurt. So they kind of decided to just run through their point forward for lack of, I guess that's what you want to call her. You want to put labels to it. But I think, you know, what they, in that decision, what they opted to do was to not run through their best player, which is John Cole Jones. Like, oh, I think Alyssa Thomas does a lot of things great. And she's one of my favorite players to watch, actually. Their best overall player is by far John Cole Jones. And they, the entire season, John Cole Jones was treated as the second to third option because sometimes Dewana Bonner would get a little more love than John Cole in the pecking order. And I don't think that is the best decision for that team. Like, if you want to maximize the talent of your best player, you should probably let them be the best player versus having her play a role per se. So that was interesting. That was an interesting decision I was seeing throughout the whole season. I think if they do want to get, get over the hump, they need to just run the offense through John Cole Jones. And also, John Cole Jones needs to not get baked like she did ever again in a series because Asia Wilson, when they put when they put John Cole Jones on Asia Wilson, it was barbecue chicken, like straight. It was just no fear in her in Asia's heart to just attack John Cole Jones and to score. So I think they just need to work on, uh, you know, I think they need to fix it, adjust the pecking order a bit. John Cole Jones needs to get in the, do some defense workouts and some defense drills. And that, I think they shouldn't have had her on her on Asia to begin with. After game one, that should not have been the matchup at all. Like, it was very obvious Alyssa Thomas was, was the better matchup on Asia. And they should have just kept that throughout the series. I know um, later on, you know, of course you can't control for rotations and stuff, but it seemed like John Cole Jones was on Asia a little too much after that game one um turnout but yeah that's what i think of course just the jazz and thomas coming back will help but i think we need to run the offense through john cole jones and adjust the packing order what do you think i think jasmine thomas solves a lot of their problems right away in the perimeter i think that she would have given them more flexibility on the defense defensive end to try more schemes and try more things to really not get beat up as much um, we would have saw a lot of Jasmine Thomas probably on Chelsea Gray. Uh, that would have helped a lot. Uh, I think that, like, also just lo- looking at things, like, they just would have been able to just generally try more things with, like, I don't know, more zone, which, if I'm not mistaken, they ran some zone. And it worked, but it didn't work all too well after mm-hmm. a while just because the aces have the the sniping and the shooting because like in the past i feel like strategically they would have shut this team down right because of who was it bill lambeer's like you know fossil philosophy of playing two traditional bigs and 
and you know just trying to beat people up mm-hmm. but, but now that they have the floor spacing it just everything's wide open they they have they have floor spacers they've got you know three of the best perimeter players in the league and then they have the best player like probably the best player in the league at this point all around in Asia Wilson playing big so all right. The Aces is low key. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, the kid. Well, I yeah. I'm just gonna say she's probably like Tiago Splitter, <laughs> <laughs> just running around playing, running around playing defense. Yeah, like she's just all around like the best player, and like she does so much and commands so much trouble. And so you you just can't do much with her, but yeah, you you Kia Stokes was it was a great was 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 like balling as well throughout the playoffs. She was definitely an impact player, um, and for her to jump in for it was a Derricka Hamby and uh, like and um like Liz, like to fill in Liz Cambage's role or where she was at last year and to to really step in and to really help them space the floor and do everything that they were doing this year. It was, it was dope. It was dope to see. And what were you saying? Um, I was just basically saying that same thing that Kia Stokes was like a Tiago splitter. I just, 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 uh, you know, look at the box scores, like, you know, what is she doing out there? But if you watch the game, her impact was definitely felt, took up a lot of space in the paint, covered up a lot of rotations. Just uh, one of those players who's like never going to get her flowers, but very crucial to success. Mm-hmm. Now, I do like what I do like what the the Aces have especially with like the rot like the core rotation and core pieces that they have i think that next year they should definitely be favorites to run it back cuz i don't really see i don't see a team right now unless and you know, I pray, but unless Brittany Griner comes home and is as good as she was when she left, I don't know if there's a team that I could I could truly see beating this Aces team in five. And I don't think I don't really think that team could beat them either. But I think that they would have a much stronger chance at full strength. And yeah, I think we were robbed of that this season too, because the 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 Mercury would have been really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking about next season, one thing you know, one thing everybody hopes for is that Brittany Griner is in fact playing. You know, the news on what's been going on has been pretty quiet, at least from what I've seen. So who knows what's happening? But I can't imagine a whole calendar year flips where she's still unavailable. So but we'll see. We will see. Yeah, last I saw, President Biden was talking to Britney's family about 
uh, what's going on and just trying to keep them posted. And I guess they were just working to make a deal with Russia, which I still can't believe. Right. That has to happen to to free someone. I don't know. Word. But um, about uh, with other teams or what are some other things you're looking forward to for next year? I'm looking for the Liberty to get some damn defense. <laughs> right, the Liberty. Liberty. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, they're so up. like they're so. No, you're good. They're so fun to watch. It's just offensively. Like you can only do but so much if you're packing offense. Like that it really clicked this year. And I mean a full a full year of Benija Lanny, I think, puts them in the top five. Okay. For sure. I think that think that well, I won't even say that it puts them in the top five. It puts them in the top six, and they're fighting for a top five spot automatically. With the you know the next upcoming year, I think that if they can figure something out defensively, they have not only star power up top, but they have depth with Juan Chu, uh, what is it, uh, Marine Jahonis. and they 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 have exactly what it takes. And they can run the scoreboard up with just about anybody. Like, I feel like they would be the kind of team that could beat the Aces next year if they got some sort of defense going. Right. Like, if if everything – if everything finally – like, if, if enough people pop on that team, if everything finally gels, they are – stylistically, I get what you're saying. Like, they stylistically, they can match up. Yes. They have, they have enough names – in terms of like Sabrina Yescu, Natasha Howard, Panaja Laney, et cetera, et cetera, who can make something shake. I feel what you're saying. It's just one of those things where that team is like, they're giving like, for like another NBA comparison, like the, the Pelicans, just waiting for them to finally put it together. If they can do that, the New York Liberty would be a problem. Yeah, because they got, they got the offense. Too. They can, they can make, they can go bucket for bucket with anybody in the league. And also, it's just about the experience, too. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the teams, like, the the top, the upper echelon is full of experience. And, I mean, like, the Sun with Jewel, with, with Sue Bird being gone, like, I, I think they could find a point guard. You mean the Storm? The Storm, yes, the Storm. Not the Sky, the Storm. Um, with Sue Bird now being gone. Right. Yeah, you just you you just keep reading my mind today. I was gonna mention the storm and the <laughs> being gone. That's like a real changing of the guard. You know what I mean? It is. They are re- they are retaining their best player, of course, and Brianna Stewart. So uh, a lot of their identity stuff is similar. It's going to be similar, but they're missing the heart and soul and the general who's been leading the charge for uh, two decades. <laughs> so that will be interesting to see. What they do, it's crazy because Jordan Canada have been stuck on the bench simply because Sue Bird was there, and now Jordan Canada is gone. So it'll be very interesting to see which point guard they get. But I imagine a lot of players at that position would be very willing to go there for agency. Skylar Diggins-Smith? Right. Question mark? 
That makes a lot of sense. Why would you not want to be the next Seattle Storm point guard? Who wouldn't want that? You know, who wouldn't want that that opportunity? So hell yeah, Skylar Diggins going there makes a whole lot of sense. Shoot, and it was rumors that she was trying to get up out of the out of the Mercury, and like I think that if they, depending on who they replace Sue Bird with. Like if they get somebody with some like a young lion with some juice or lioness, excuse me, with some juice, mm-hmm. you have John like uh, not John Coltrane. You have Jewel Lloyd right next to you, who's a bucket getter, and you have Brianna Stewart. Do I think that they have some work to do with their overall team? Sure, I do. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to keep Tina Charles long term. Like she was solid, and she did some decent things as a as a, a you know a, a a playmaking center kind of deal. She made some things happen, but I definitely can see them being very dangerous if they get a point guard who has some energy, some speed, and you know some additional scoring punch. Because I feel like a lot of times it really came down to Brianna Stewart and Jewel Lloyd. And they were very kind of like two-dimensional offensively. And mm-hmm. defensively, schematically, Noel Quinn is always going to have them in the game. But I think that, again, like a young lioness, kind of a really good point guard who can defend or – and just move and be more athletic than Sue Bird was. Because Sue Bird, as you said, is the heart and soul. And she was the she was that franchise. She was the face of the franchise for so long. And, I mean, you can argue that Brianna Stewart has been that for a little bit. But she meant so much to that city. And mm-hmm. so at the same time, She's she was slowing down. Like you can see that she's a lot slower than a lot of point guards in the league, and she's not. Yeah. Like mentally, like the chess game, she's got it mastered. But mm-hmm. it's like someone who's younger, like 25, 26, I think would would energize that front that team and would right. have them in top three position as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. The 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 lineup of the lineup of point guards dying to be the 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 next face of that franchise, that position is going to be insane. It's gonna be very interesting what they do. It's like just forget the on court stuff. Like you are the if you are the new starting point guard of the Seattle Storm, you know how much marketing opportunity there is for you. Like that's going just all that is just it's just gonna be so interesting to see what happens. With that regard, that'll, that'll make a – it's one of those things that causes tremors across the league kind of deal, you know what I mean? Like, whatever happens there uh, changes up what happens everywhere else in a, lot of, in a lot of ways. So, yeah, that's definitely something to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, that's mostly the teams I'm kind of interested in, for real, for real. Uh, I'm just waiting for Washington to, to uh, take another step up. It's just hard to it's just hard to say what to do next for them simply because they lost to the storm. You know what I mean? It's not like they didn't lose to a scrub. They lost to a really good team. 
and uh, you know things things shook out shook out differently. We could be this what we're talking about could be completely different. So I'll just kind of wait and see what happens with them. I only mentioned them just because they're they're the the team I can actually go see. Anything else on your mind? I think that offensively, they definitely need to find something that is not Elena Deladon in crunch time, for sure. I think that they that was the biggest problem because defensively they were there, like they have mm-hmm. cha- they had a championship level defense. They they can they could like realistically like if their defense holds up like to to what it was this year i can most certainly see them coming right back and being a top five team next year for sure all right so yeah they just they need to they definitely need to find something like maybe if they could they could land a star player at 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 the at one of those guard spots, and I mean, you know, Ariel Atkins and Natasha Cloud are both solid players. But right. and who was their start? Who was their starting three this year? Uh, you had Alicia Clark. Yes, that's a good. Yeah, she was. She's got defensive player of the year before. I remember now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's not bad. That's not a bad three. Yeah, yeah. Just like you said, they can get someone else who over who can get them over the top. That'd be great. But I agree with you. They definitely had the championship level defense. Uh, I think they could honestly run it back and maybe just try to work on their bench a little bit. And uh, their starting center was a um, you know a rookie player. Give right. her another year, she can improve on both ends of the floor. She was already solid defensively. So yeah. Yeah, Shakira Austin was was young. Yeah. Very young. He wasn't really she she had a really good year. Yeah, very quiet. Very quiet, but solid season. Mm-hmm. She could she could definitely improve and to be the anchor or one of the anchors of a of a top tier defense, it helps a lot to be young and like to be able to fly around and stuff like that. And so I think that they'll come back and be a good defensive team again. They just need to do more. The sky will be the sky. The the aces will be the aces. The storm will be the storm. I, I think mo- the, the top five teams, I think, aren't going to go anywhere per se. Right. I just want to – I really want to see if – the wings and the Liberty can turn the corner. That's because the, the wings I want to see, I really do want to see a Rike in a five game series and what that looks like. Because I think a Rike is made for that kind of basketball. So, and, and again, they have to find a way to not be so, you know, one-dimensional offensively. Mm-hmm. Like, Marina Marina Mabry is improving every season, and she's, she's definitely become 
like a secondary option and you know they got Satu. Right. They just need Yeah. That's this is the second postseason in a row where uh you know they've had some of their young upstart players injured. Yeah. It's just you're already you're already the lower seed, so the coming with injuries is just kinda making uh you know your uphill battle even harder. Yeah. So but I think they they just gotta find they just gotta find it. Right. They gotta find something additional. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think they could definitely turn the corner if they could turn the corner defensively and figure out what that looks like, then they may have a chance. Right. Because I think if you kept the game close, you have the player to get you over the hump. Like for sure, Enrique could get you over the hump if it's a close one. I think you're correct on that. That's one of the things with the younger teams. It just takes them a while to get that uh, defensive acumen. So we'll see what happens with Dallas and in New York. Yeah, those are like you said; those are two teams that are just. We're, everybody's waiting for them to, to show us who we know they can be. Hopefully they get to that point because there's a lot of teams like that in every sports league where it's like you're just waiting for them to finally get together and they never do. So hopefully neither of these teams become one of those stories where it's just like, oh, what could have been? I honestly, honestly really, really, really hope Really, really hope that they expand this league. <laughs> right, we've talked about it plenty of times. It just it needs to happen bad. Yeah, it's time. Like it's very much time. They are BSing at this point if they don't expand the league. All right. So we'll like if, if they don't do it. Like next two in two years past, I still haven't done it. The repercussions of, of that inability to do so will really start showing. Like yes. it's a, I feel like the damage is around the corner. Mm-hmm. Because I think the momentum, especially surrounding the tw- the hype of the 25th season, was big. And they should have kind of they cut that that would have been the kind of perfect time to ride that. Because last mm-hmm. year they had a lot of hype, and I think the the hype calmed down significantly this year. So as yeah, as you said, like about one or two more years, then I think that all of the hype that they they generated will be gone, and the momentum, or I won't say it'll be gone, because I think the revenue will always be higher now than it once was, especially considering social movements and things of that nature. But I think that they need to use this momentum and try to find some cities that would take on teams. And the thing is, it's like, even if they, let's let's say they don't expand the league in the next two years, even if we get an announcement that they're going to expand the league in the next three to four or five years, 
within the next two years. That's cool. Like, all right, in 2027, the league will be expanding to such and such teams, to, to 16 teams or or something like that. Okay, that's good. That's progress. You're moving in the right direction. So I think I think the sweet spot for, like, I would love 20, but real that's not realistic, I think, right now. I think realistically the most we could do is 16. So I would I would love to see them add four more teams, make the conferences, like actually make conference play more important. And you can expand these playoff series to five per, you know, five games per series. And yeah, it, it, I think it just would make more sense all around and get closer to a to what the NBA is doing, I, I feel like, which because the NBA is, is seasoned and successful with their brand and what they have. And I think that if they were to have each series be five games and have at least 16 teams, I think the league would be in much better shape. Yes, I agree entirely. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. 16 is a number. I feel I need to even add anything else, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, you want to wrap it up? Or you want me to wrap it up, I should say? You got it, boss. That's it for today's episode of Game Time with Zach and John Muir. This is Zach Wright, hosted by John Muir Wilson. Thank you to everyone tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at GameTime underscore podcast. On Twitter at GameTime underscore ZNJ, as well as Facebook at GameTime with ZNJ to stay up to date on further content. To listen to future episodes, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Anchor as well. We can't wait to talk more basketball on GameTime.